Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show, of course, is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Ms. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Danica Palmer-Shyam, Raymond Ruiz, and Miss Cynthia Alburez on the board. Hello, my dear. How are you? Hello. How good are you? Good. Thanks for everything that you guys do. As I say every week, couldn't do it without you. And they're going to be heading off to greener pastures pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to have you guys on the show sometime during the summer. We'll record it before you leave because okay. I want to update everybody on the experience of uh, this internship and then also what you guys have planned for uh, after high school. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back our coordinator, diversity and racial equity, Dr. Nicole Crawford. Welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be here. And our equity specialist, Jarvis Williams. Welcome back, sir. Hello. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, Nicole, for those who don't know you, how long have you been with Palm Springs Unified and in what capacities? Sure. So I'm here almost two years now. Uh, Feels longer. It does. It it feels about 10. In a good way. In a good way. (laughs) It does. We've been making... Leaps and bounds, yeah. um, but I've been here two years. The department is relatively new. Luckily, I've been able to add on two specialists. Jarvis is one, and Laura Medina is my other specialist. Thank goodness. And thank goodness, because yeah. there's a lot of work to be done. We're making a lot of progress, but there's still work to do. Absolutely. And Jarvis, how long have you been with the district, and in what capacity? I am trailing right behind the um, awesome leader here, Dr. Crawford, uh, almost two years. And I started off with family engagement, and then I had this awesome opportunity to join the diversity and racial equity team. So, And uh, remind everybody, including me, because if you asked me to uh, remember exactly where and what, I wouldn't, but I do know that the work that you did prior to coming to Palm Springs Unified, it's certainly been very helpful to the work you're doing now. Tell everybody about that. Absolutely. I was the director for Building Resilience in African American Families. It's a prevention and early intervention program. It is a character building program where we give kids or children, young men, opportunities for exposure and discovery to figure out their gifts and talents and kind of see how they fit in the community and learn more about their importance of their roles in our school districts, our churches, our supermarkets and beyond. Now, you're a homegrown kid or no? I'm a native to the Valley, yes. I was born and raised in Indio. That's what, oh, Indio. All right. Well, we'll allow that. Mm. You'll allow that? <laughs> Indio wanted to share the wealth. All right. Well, good. And you live in Palm Springs now? Or? I still live in Indio. Are you still live in Indio? Yes, okay. Ma'am. But you're well connected to the Palm Springs community. I yeah. know that. Absolutely. They have been my whole life. I, Black History Parades, that's just been a part of my DNA church fellowships, uh, sports rivalries, you name it. Because the other famous Jarvis in in Palm Springs (laughs) that you get confused, including I've done it a couple of times, or I want to call you Jarvis Crawford, and you're like, that's okay, he's like an uncle to me. So More like a brother, but you know. (laughs) Brother, okay. All right, well, that's awesome. And so, Nicole, Mm -hmm. it's it's only a half-hour show, so but give us an overview of your job and what that entails. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I know. Right. It's kind of like mine. We take a whole day. But but just (laughs) let's hit the high points. What did we we bring you here for? To help support our kids. At the end of the day, that's what this job is about. Um, We support all 
the district's school sites. We run the parent advisory councils. We oversee different, you know, events. For example, we just had Taste of Soul not that long ago. It was amazing. We had our, you know, HBCU and HSI tours. Um, and just, you know, however we can support the students in any way possible. Jarvis has been amazing running King Circle at Desert Hot Springs. We're bringing it into Palm Springs High as well. What is that? Um, it's Jarvis, if you wanted to speak to yeah. that, he's, so, he's done awesome work. King Circle is just a um, another character building program, uh, I believe, for a lot of our young men of color, our, our black and brown boys, that as they are starting to prepare to transition out of high school, they need some additional building blocks to help them be successful. So we just work on giving them that additional exposure and discovery and opportunities to kind of figure out how to navigate the world and how to conduct themselves in, in that process. And I will say that that, that um, program has been really successful as alleviating some of the racial tensions going on on the campuses. Our, our black and brown kids historically have a lot of tension, some arguments, mm -hmm. physical fights. So him coming onto the campuses, it's really helped solidify the unity on the campus. So it's been great. Uh, well, uh, coming fresh from a visit to Desert Hot Springs High School, and I've had several this year, and especially since uh, Omar Tinoco mm -hmm. took over as He's principal, awesome. it's a totally different place. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's uh, and we had um, uh, Congressman Ruiz mm -hmm. came yeah. to visit in. Uh, February, and it was just an amazing experience. But just every day on that campus is a totally different vibe. It really and is. Reggie, who's a security awesome. officer he's so over awesome. there, is like the gentle giant. That's yes. how I. He's he's. If you don't know him, you walk on. He's a big black man. He's intimidating. And I, but he is like he reminds me of like you know that movie The Blind Side. Mm -hmm. um, gentle reminds, giant. Mm -hmm. Gentle giant. He's he stops and says hello to everybody. The kids love him. They talk to him. They confide in him. And that's that's what we want. That's what we need. And that campus is just it has changed. We different we, place. We talked yeah. about that earlier today. How DHS needs to be rebranded because there's a lot and of the kids great are doing things. it. They really yeah, are. They really are. They really because, are. Absolutely. You know, we, and this is part of, of the work that you guys are doing. If you grow up in an atmosphere and, and, a, and an image of, you know, everything's terrible, crime, drugs, uh, domestic violence, all of that, which is a fact. Mm -hmm. But if the kids do not have role models who are showing them something else and have the pride of yeah. their of Absolutely. their campus of their heritage mm -hmm. of Absolutely. their culture yeah. then that's how that's how everything changes and it is happening there and 100%. it's just so Absolutely. wonderful and heartwarming mm -hmm. to Definitely. to be a part of that to see the changes that are happening and you guys are playing a, a huge role in that and um and the administration at the high school and of course the kids yep Absolutely. you know kids so are amazing they're proud of their school and they're, mm -hmm. they they want to make it a better place and they and they want everybody to know that we're good kids and we're doing they really we are. have a lot to yep. contribute Definitely. so mm -hmm. that's that's really awesome and so you uh, one of the things i the reason i'm having you on here on april 30th is that you guys just got back from a couple of whirlwind <laughs> trips we did. back to back yes. and yes. those were two college tours the hbcu tour and the hs 
the eye tour. And um, Dr. Crawford, give, give us sure. a, a snapshot of those uh those experiences, who went, what was it about? Sure. So the HBCU, as you know, this is our second annual trip. Tell everybody what it stands for. Historically Black College and Universities. We also had the HSI tour, the Hispanic Serving Institution tour. So the HBCU tour came into fruition as we worked with our APAC, our African American Parent Advisory Council. They had this brilliant idea of really supporting our Black kids, exposing them to different environments where they see people who look like them on the campuses, instructing courses, being in positions of leadership. And it was really successful last year. So of course we continued it this year and we added on an HSI tour. And that actually came out of Omar's idea. Omar Tinoco approached me and we talked about it. And thankfully the district really supports these initiatives. So we're able to put two college, we call them co uh, college and culture tours mm -hmm. because they're visiting multiple school sites, campuses, I should say, as well as different museums and everything to really connect our kids to their culture and heritage. Because we like being in the Valley, kids are very limited here. Some of them have never been outside of this. So for them to fly into Texas for a HSI tour, to go to Washington, D.C. for the HBCU tour, completely different environment, different people, people who reflect who they are in their community. And it's really empowering. Our kids, you really see them for the week, grow up and mature into these little adults. It's really cool. And some of them have never been anywhere. No. Yeah. I think it also goes back to what you were saying earlier about having those mottos, um, especially for a lot of our students of color. Mm -hmm. They just don't have those mottos present in our district. Um, and I know the district is working on those initiatives, yeah. but by taking them to those places, I get to see what it looks like for a black man to instruct a class or to be able to make the decisions and be the shot caller on campus. So now I know how to come back and model those type of behaviors in a leadership role as a student. Yeah, and you know, for me, like uh, I've gone through, um, and the goal is for every staff member to go through conscious education training. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I just did that a few months ago. Um, it was during uh, winter break, as a matter of fact. Um, very eye-opening and enlightening and um, it took me a while when we first started mm -hmm. this work, which is going back to um, right after the horrible tragedy with, with George Floyd is kind of when we, we started unpacking this, mm -hmm. this work. I didn't get the whole idea of why kids need people who look like them in, in front of them. Mm -hmm. And reason being, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I do now, is because mm -hmm. everybody looks like me. You know, mm. for the most part, right. they and I'm a minority. I'm a I'm a, a Jewish woman, yeah. but nobody knows that by looking at me. Mm -hmm. And so, the people who have been in front of me, they look just like me. Yeah. And so I never had that where I could, ha you know, like I I had the need to have a role model because th they were all there already. Yeah. And. It finally, you know, like the light bulb it went clicks, on. Like, right? Yeah. You got to do the 2.0 training it. next, John. I know. I I'm class. on the waiting list. <laughs> Good. Um, I'll get you in. Yeah. <laughs> I, her up a little bit. Right. I, it, it's just like, it, it's it's so important. And it really is. people still think that equality is the same as equity. No. And it's not. No. And Nicole, no. you mm -hmm. can explain it better than me. So yes. what's the difference? So equality is everyone gets the same thing resources are the same, supports are the same, it doesn't matter. Everybody gets this, this exact same cut and share. Versus equity is 
where are the gaps that need to be filled because you may succeed in some things, but you need some supports in others. And that's what equitable practices are, supporting where it's needed. Some kids need more supports than others, and that's tailoring it, differentiating things, scaffolding things to every unique individual's need. And you know, part, part because this training's still fresh in my mind, and actually, if you ask me two years from now, I'll remember it anyway, because it was so impactful, was the exercise that we did where, and there were a whole bunch of different people in the room and different ethnicities and different jobs, and we all started in, on the same line mm, in the back of the room. Yeah. And then the, the uh, facilitator said, okay, if you've, um, if you've ever had to um, wonder where your next meal is coming from, take two steps back. And if you've ever gotten a scholarship or you never had to worry about money, take two steps forward. And, but when the questions were all said and done, the, the white people for the most part were near the front of the line and the people of color were in the back of mm -hmm. the room. And just like it made, and, and I was sort of in the middle, but I could see like the person who was um, near the front, you could feel like kind of how uncomfortable they felt. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. also the people in the back of the room, the looks on their faces, how mm -hmm. they felt. So then right after that, they showed us a video and I'm sure you guys have seen it because you established the training, yeah. but it was kids who were getting ready for a race and the, yes. the teacher said $100 to whoever wins the race. But before we do that, I have a few questions for you. And there were kids from all mm -hmm. you know, across the spectrum mm -hmm. and did the same kind of thing. If, if this has happened to you, take two steps forward. If this has happened to you and when he was done, uh, the, you know, the white kids were halfway up the, the race and the p kids of color were all the way in the back. Yep. And then he said, now, how fair is this race? Because you all have, as far as your talents for winning the race, you're all equal. And he said, but is it fair that you guys have a leg up because of where you came mm -hmm. from and how you grew up? And, you know, and it was like, wow. A lot of people don't recognize their privilege. Mm -hmm. right? Because pe other people's lived experiences, right? So people of color, historically, it's just is systemic, mm -hmm. right? There's not as many privileges, there's not as many opportunities, there's way more barriers set up. And I think that's why these tours that we've been doing these college and culture tours are so important, because our kids of color, systemically have barriers and obstacles. And this is giving them that extra little step forward. And that's why we're really proud of the work that we're doing. Oh, we learned about the GI Bill and, and mm -hmm. the fact that everybody knows oh, yeah. about the GI Bill, but what they didn't know... They don't know the ugly history of it. ...is that nope. the, the black and brown people who were in the military didn't get to take advantage of, yep. of all of those benefits. Because benefits. they're black and brown. Right. And even the, one, the person in the video who was like one of the proponents and was out there pushing it, she said, I had no idea that there were any people of color mm -hmm. in the military because they just weren't, you know, they were shoved they in the back and, yep. and the same thing with redlining, you know, with, yeah. it, I mean, just, it goes anyway, on and on. This show's on. not about me, <laughs> but I, I could go on and on about how much I've learned and how important this work is. But that because, makes my heart happy that you took that away. Cause absolutely. that, that's yeah. the purpose in our mission with conscious education. Yeah, exactly. And so let's, let's talk a little bit more about the tour. So Jarvis, the, uh, 
the HBCU tour? What, what, what were some of the highlights? Um, amazing time. We visited Howard University, Bowie State, Coppin State. We were able to go through the newly um, erected facilities, the um, African-American Smithsonian Museum, which is just another opportunity that they had to learn about their culture and history. So phenomenal, phenomenal trip. Mm -hmm. And then the HSI tour? We went to different um, universities. We went to Texas State, St. Edwards, Concordia. We also went to different museums. Um, the kids, you know, they're exposed somewhat to Latino culture out here. But I think going into Texas, where there's a lot of Tejano influences, I think really opened their eyes to there's a variety of Latino cultures. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, again, just like the HBCU tour, it, it was amazing. The kids had a great experience. The kids are pumped up now to go to college. And that's, that's I think, the root of it is being proud of their culture, being proud of who they are, and pushing them into that next step, step of continuing their education. So this was uh, 24 juniors and seniors? Little little tour? mix of sophomores as well, okay. but majority focus on juniors. Right. Um, but yeah, each tour had 24 kids, and they're just like last year. They're amazing kids. They really are. They're very. They were very well prepared to go on the tour. Well, too. and they had to apply, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, so it wasn't mm -hmm. just like we want you to, you know, anybody who wants to just go get on a plane and go somewhere. They had to be no. committed. They had to be committed. Right. We had. Um, they had to apply. They had to have a letter of recommendation. They had to have a permission slip filled out. Um, we had some kids waitlisted just because we had, you know, solid candidates. There was a certain GPA expectation, attendance, tardies, behavior. We look at all of that and we keep, this started back in September and we've tracked the kids all the way till now after the tours, everything. We still stay on top of them about their grades because we're pushing them to succeed. Right. Um, but yeah, once they were accepted, they had to attend multiple meetings, some HBCU separate, some HSI separate. Sometimes we brought them together. And we saw the bonding happen between our kids. It didn't matter if they were a DHS kid, Cat City, Rancho Mirage, or Palm Springs High. Like They just started intermingling. They made friendships. And our kids, time and time again, say these are long-lasting friendships that they want to continue because they've been on this week-long you know, experience together. It's really a bonding experience for them. That's so great. I, it just, <laughs> just makes my heart just feel They deserve it. These kids so really deserve it. So... Um, Last October, we had <coughs> it wasn't the wasn't quite the first equity conference that the district hosted, but it was let's just say we stepped up. We and did. We stepped well, our game uh, up. Oh yeah. So <laughs> we did. tell us about that. Sure. And, and uh, do you do you have a date for the next one? It's still in the works, so okay. I'm not going to announce it yet All because right. we have to wait until May to find out our solidified date. But gotcha. we're hoping toward the end of September. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, October 22nd, we had our first diversity racial equity conference. Um, and we had Nicole Anderson was our keynote speaker. We do a lot of work with her. She's an equity consulting group. She's absolutely phenomenal. We had a bunch of different breakouts for our English language learners, for our special ed, uh, for our Latino community, our African-American community, the list goes on. Um, it, it was just a great time. Uh, it started early in the morning. People came in. We got to hear the keynote. We had a panel discussion afterwards with different mayors and different, you know, city officials and our leaders here in Palm Springs Unified, as well as Coachella Valley and Desert Sands. And it was a really great time. We had our kids going on the HBCU and HSI tour, help work it with us. And they, they really stepped up. Their leadership abilities and skills were shown there. It was really successful. Our goal is to have 500 participants and we nearly hit that. 
So it was a really, really awesome experience. And next year is going to be even better. And it's not, it's not just for staff, though. No. It's for staff. It's not just for kids, though. No. It's for kids. The community. The community. Absolutely. And the biggest thing is that we have so many people of high demand who are presenting. They donated their time to us. Wow. And the event itself is free. There's no charge to attend, which is the huge draw because some of these people who presented charge a good amount of money mm-hmm. and you they people got to go and hear them for free and they got a free plated lunch that was pretty delicious too. yeah and i i'm <laughs> i'm still 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 bummed because i like most I of the know. rest of the world got covid just in time for this event and, <laughs> uh you know wasn't it funny that when the first happened nobody wanted to like admit, admit they had it that they had covid and everyone's had it at right. this point who <laughs> hasn't had it right you're and, right but <laughs> it was the you know came back from vacation and then the night before just felt kind of congested didn't feel that bad but i said i gotta do the responsible thing and mm. take a test and saturday morning i took a test and lo and behold i positive so mm. yeah i was so upset to miss it but um through the world of social media, I felt like I was there almost, but I didn't get to have the lunch. So I'm looking forward to this year coming up. Yes. You have to attend this year. It's about racial healing this year. That's the theme for this year. That's really great. And we have some good people lined up this year too. That's, that's awesome. What, what are your impressions? I just think it's um, amazing to be part of a district that is taking these initiatives Mm -hmm. um, to better, not just our students and, our staff, but our community as a whole. Um, we can see it from, you know, different spaces in leadership and administration on different campus sites that they're really being models of that um, on so many different levels, which is just another tremendous benefit for our students because they're getting to see it in action. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm very hopeful and optimistic that our future, it doesn't always look great, but I know that it will definitely be better if we just keep putting in the work. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that has certainly um, been well enhanced since you joined us is the observation, celebration, and study during um, to celebrate all of our culture. Yeah. Hispanic Heritage Month, mm-hmm. Black History Month, mm-hmm. Asian American. Pacific Islander. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and so everybody who listens to the show knows we record in advance so we're kind of on on the the ends of uh of black history month and you can't see jarvis but if you were <laughs> able to see him you would see that he was he was working today in a, he works every day but today he <laughs> Only was today. doing he was Only doing today. some <laughs> some black history uh uh work at uh several of our schools and that's been going on the whole month of february but Tell us about how you, I mean, because I think there is not a single school site that hasn't done a lot. I agree. I agree. I think just bringing that awareness here, I think sometimes sites were a little hesitant. Am I going to get pushback? Is the community going to support me? What about parents? Mm -hmm. So I think knowing that support from the main district is supporting all these other little initiatives at the school sites has really brought a lot of great events to life. And I'm really happy that my team and I can get involved, help support the sites, whether it's putting on professional developments for the kids, learning experience and opportunities, reading to them, doing arts and crafts with them to celebrate different cultures and diversity, even having spirit weeks 
strictly dedicated to celebrating different cultures and different backgrounds has been really eye-opening, I think, for a lot of people. Um, And that's our hope is to spread awareness, especially when it comes to Black history, that it's not only segregated to one month, Mm -hmm. right? That Mm -hmm. Black history is a part of American history and it should be taught year-round. Every diverse culture should be celebrated year-round. I appreciate the fact that there's one select month, but why do we have to limit ourselves also to one month, right? Like it should be celebrated all of our diverse uniqueness all year long. That came up in the training too about, Mm -hmm. you know, that you you hear about um, black people in history that, you know, is negative. And you didn't hear about the kings and the queens and, and you know, and like, wow, like how come we don't know that? How come we're not learning that in school? And so we have to yeah. make sure we teach them. <laughs> and and we're, working, we're working on those things. Like you said, you know, it, it, I, I go back to something my grandmother said as a kid, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it's, right. It's, it's a lot of work, but I think that we're doing some groundbreaking work and mm-hmm. we're laying a solid foundation. Um, Dr. Crawford often tells me we got to go slow to go fast. Right. And yeah. sometimes it's not fun, but well, and, and, and if we've had pushback and there hasn't been a whole lot, but if we've had pushback mm-hmm. from some of our staff, yes, it's, it's not going quick enough for them. And you know yeah. what I said to the superintendent, cause we've talked about this. That's not, if you had to have negative feedback, <laughs> that's the best negative yeah. feedback yeah. you could have Agreed. is that they, they're on board. They want it to happen faster. And hundred percent, just what you said, you have to go slow to go fast yeah. because the thing this with us, is big. It is. And it's, um, it's a very sensitive subject yeah. and I think it's very near and dear to, especially my department's heart. Like this is something that I feel we were really born to do. Yeah. And, um, it, sometimes I get frustrated knowing we have to go slow. Cause I'm also like that, like I'm ready to go fast for fast yeah. period. But knowing that we really want to develop our department correctly, develop these initiatives well, because this is our legacy work for our right. department. So we got to really make sure what we're doing is we're doing it correctly. We're implementing things well that will carry on for right. years and years to come and become a very well-oiled machine. Absolutely. And so before we run out of time, I want to touch on one other thing sure. that is pretty brand new. Affinity. Yes. Now, John. what is that all about? So an affinity group is just a group of people coming together with like-minded ideas. You can have specific ones about like, sporting events and clubs, book clubs, ours in particular, I wanted to do kind of like a talking event and hearing the voices of people within Palm Springs Unified. So it was only open to Palm Springs Unified staff, not community, not kids, Mm -hmm. um, because I really wanted to hear what is their experience being either a person of color working in Palm Springs, identifying with LGBTQ plus community or being an ally. You know, if you're white and you're straight, you can still attend because I want to hear what you have to say, what you've experienced with your colleagues of color or your colleagues who are in the LGBTQ plus community. And what can we do better as a district to support these different communities? It was amazing. I yeah, you had your first meeting. I get, we maybe did. by the time this airs, you'll have had a second meeting. That's but the goal. It was the first one. <laughs> it was the first one. How a few, many of you had? Like ago. 30 something? We had about 35 mm-hmm. to 40 yeah. participants. That was the sweet spot. That was the number we wanted to get and mm-hmm. we had. And people were very open. And I appreciate that because I was kind of worried like, 
are they going to be truly open with me since I'm right. technically management? Yeah. You know, but um, no, they were very honest, very open. People were so yeah. supportive mm-hmm. of each other, truly. Um, it never got really heated with anger. It was more heated with emotion. Gotcha. People got choked up. Some people shed some tears. And it was so true. just out of curiosity, was there a sizable number of white people there? There was a good handful. Yeah, there was a good handful. Yeah. Was a good handful. I, I I appreciate because it was a nice mix. Uh-huh. Um, definitely, we needed more men, a little definitely bit more, more and we need more African American staff to speak up, show up, show up, and show out. Mm-hmm. You guys are amazing. I'm Thank you, John. I, personally grateful, and on behalf of the school district, I'm grateful for what you do every day it's not easy work and um but but it's got to be rewarding you're seeing change already we really are and like yes we got to go slow to go fast so <laughs> well, you'll be back sooner rather than yes, later yeah. with mm-hmm. uh we'll, we'll have you back in the fall to promote the yes, equity conference definitely, sure. definitely. so thank you for everything that of you course. do thank, thank you for you having Jill. us we absolutely and thank you all for joining us if you learn something new every day a new podcast is uploaded each week Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Now, uh, Cynthia, was this? I told you this was going to be a good one. Yeah, I was listening. Uh, it was <laughs> pretty interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. And important work. So thank you, thank you, Missy, for everything that you do. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, <laughs> and thanks to Danica and Raymond and all of you for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>